0: Oh, good morning, everyone. Uh, maybe see you. <laughs> um, so this morning we have a, a special guest. Uh, I think you've all got a flyer. If not, there's more in the back. You can raise your hand, and, and Ryan, I think, will give you one. Um, we've been supporting Special Touch Ministries mm-hmm. for, I, I guess, about, well, since you said 2015, I think, mm-hmm. right? Um, so for quite a few years. And this morning we have... Joe Trementosi here to, to speak with us and just to tell us more about the ministry um, and the wonderful work that they're doing uh, for the individuals that need their help. Amen. So, Amen. Thank we welcome you. Welcome Joe. To, to talk to us. Praise Thank the you. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Praise the Lord. I tell you what. Hi. <laughs> How's everyone doing? Great. Outstanding. That's so cool. And, you know, I just want to, before uh, I, I begin, um, on that flyer, and uh, I just want to share with you, you're going to see a picture of two, two folks, Mike and Kim Ferguson. Wonderful folks. I uh, am a mentor for 11 Missionary Associates. And they are the New England Missionary Associates for Special Touch Ministry, and they help me an awful lot. I want you to um, remember them in prayer, because they're, they're working hard, and uh, they, they need prayer, they need support, and uh, they're involved heavily in our work here in in New England and so I just wanted to make sure that you understood that also uh, the second page that is an opportunity for you to communicate with me All right, and along with that it gives you a a chance to ask a question and I will get back to you Um, as long as you give me your name and your email or phone number I will get back to you uh, and answer any questions that you may have but it is so Great to be with you guys again. Uh, it's, it's been more than a couple of years uh, since I've been here. So, you know, I want to give a, a brief description, if you will, of our relationship that we have uh, with New Hope Chapel. And by the way, I always get confused. Maps says Richmond <laughs> Then there's Carolina, and then there's Wyoming. Is it Carolina or we're in Carolina. we're in Carolina? Thank goodness, gracious! What is up with that, huh? Oh my! But uh, you you uh, have been faithfully supporting our missionary work since yes, 2015, seven maybe eight years ago. And my wife, my wife Ann, and by the way, my wife Ann and my daughter Beth Ann send their love and greetings to you. Um, But my wife Ann and daughter Beth Ann, thank you so very much for your love and your support. Um, Yeah, yeah, there they are. My my sweethearts. My sweethearts. Uh, But... You've been faithful in your support. But, you know, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Supporting missionaries is actually can be described on three levels. Did you know that? Three levels. The first level is financially supporting the missionary. And you do that faithfully. And it's outstanding. It speaks volumes of the character of the church. But here's the second level. The second level is finance, but also keeping the missionary in their family, in their work, in prayer. And you do that as well. But then there's the third level. The third level is dealing with finance, dealing also with prayer. But this is the part that missionaries love, getting involved in the ministry itself. And that's where New Hope Chapel is found. In the past, you have uh, been involved in our camps, our summer getaways that we have. Uh, and, of course, the season that we have been living in in the past you know, couple of years and all made, has made it difficult. But uh, we want to thank you for being involved. And I ask from the bottom of my heart, that you would continue to be involved, get involved in the work that we do for people with disabilities and their families. Uh, And it's so very important that we have our churches involved in the work. Get your hands dirty, if you will. You know, I I love this setting um, that, that we that we're in right here, this the setting that we have because uh, I'm close enough to you where uh, you can see the bags underneath my eyes. <laughs> hey, don't laugh. I can see the bags under your eyes too. <laughs> okay, so I mean, we're close enough that, you know, we can look eye to eye and and that's outstanding. But you know, I'm also close enough where I will squirt you with my squirt gun if I see that you are nodding out during our time together. Understand? Okay. Give names right now. Oh my goodness! But it is such a pleasure and an honor to be with you today, and it's so good. Our daughter, Beth Ann, was born three months premature and dead 43 years ago. Back then in 1979, it was a big deal for a baby to to live uh, being three months premature weighing one pound, 13 ounces, and small enough to fit in the palm of your hand. And dead. And dead. Now there's a whole miraculous story that goes along with that and all. But I'm going to fast forward past all of the horror. <laughs> and um, uh, all of the things that gave, especially me, nightmares for years. Um, to the most important part, to the most important part, the miraculous part, the part where our Lord brought my daughter Beth Ann back to life, back to life after being dead for 12 very long minutes. With the last minute being the best minute, the best minute. You know what's amazing? Our Lord brought her back to life for a purpose. Amen. That's right. For her, for my wife Ann, and for me as well. The Lord brought us back for a purpose. I have to want you to also understand that not only was my daughter dead, my wife was on death's doorstep as well. It was it was kind of tough, but um, but God, the famous one, the famous one, did what he does. He turned a calamity a tragedy, a death, and a near death into a joyous event of life. He saved both of them, and he saved me as well. He saved me as well. And why would God step into that calamity? That's the question that I have. What was his purpose? Why would God step into that calamity? What was his purpose? But before I get into that, I want to ask you a question. Why does God do anything regarding all of us? Why does God do anything? regarding all of us can anyone answer that question what was that yes for love for his glory anyone else he is good amen amen Because he loves us beyond measure. And his passionate desire is for our souls. And that is his purpose regarding us. You see, God wants us. God wants us. He wants you, He wants me. He calls us His kids. He loves his kids and he wants his kids, all of us, to be with him for eternity. And so his passionate desire is that no one, no one would perish. Nobody would perish. Absolutely no one. That's why he stepped into our calamity and basically said, To me, over a period of time, he said, Joseph, that's my name. He calls me Joseph. Mm -hmm. He said, slow down. I've got this. You and Anne are going to grow deeper and deeper in love with each other as you care for your daughter together. As you care for your daughter together. I've set, this is important, I've set a path for you to walk in and a proper pace for you to walk in it. And I'll teach you something very special. Because I've got something for the three of you to do. And you're going to love it. Yeah. Yeah. Praise God, yeah. We've been involved in missions work for over 25 years now. And we've been fully appointed missionaries for 17 years for people with disabilities and their families. And that population has been, at best, marginalized, disenfranchised, from society and sadly from the church as well. Now, here are some quick facts and I've shared some of these facts uh, with you before, so let's see if you remember. There are over 60 million individuals with disabilities in the country alone. And just for grins, There's about a billion individuals with disabilities around the world. Just under a billion. Just over 165,000 are here in the small state of Rhode Island. 165,000. It's estimated that there are 18,000 individuals with disabilities in Washington County. Is this Washington County? I'm (laughs) brilliant. But here's the thing, friends. It's estimated that over 80% of persons with disabilities do not have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. That's 14,000 souls that the Lord God has a passion for and we have a responsibility for if we call ourselves followers of Christ. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And here's here's a last fact. I shared this before. There are over four well over four out of five marriages are destroyed. Obliterated because of finance and stress and other things dealing with disabilities. When disability invades normalcy of family life, the vast majority of them fail. The vast majority of them are destroyed. And that's obscene. That's ridiculous. But it's just the facts. But here's my point. Here's my point for sharing these these few eye-opening facts once again. Everyone needs to have an adequate presentation of who Jesus Christ is and what he has done for each of us and for them. And we must bring Christ into the center of disability making the cross accessible, and allowing God to use anyone, even them, even me. Why? Because Jesus changes everything. He changes everything. Four years ago, this past October, We were invited to spend an amazing month in Brazil. Yeah. Sharing and creating awareness to reach persons with disabilities and their families with the Brazilian church. What an amazing time. What an amazing time. The Spirit of God prepared a wonderful path for us, and he prepared the hearts and minds of thousands of outstanding individuals in the northeast region of Brazil. The founder of Special Touch Ministry, Charlie Chivers, and I spoke in 18 different churches during that period, in three different cities Natal, Recife, and Maceo. The people and churches of Brazil are absolutely amazing. And I'm looking forward, we hope and pray, to be able to return back there next year. Lord willing, Lord willing. These past few years have been challenging, to say the least. Amen? Amen. Amen. They have been challenging. In many cases, this season that we found ourselves in has been heartbreaking. We lost loved ones, close friends, acquaintances during this pandemic season. Ann and I, too, have lost family members very close friends our founder Charlie Chivers succumbed to uh, the pandemic and many people that we minister to as well we lost but praise God we know where they are we know where they are praise the Lord When COVID hit the world, the church needed to pivot in order to minister to the church family. Amen? I mean, we're doing ministry, or we were doing ministry differently, but I'm not sure what normal is. But we're getting there somewhat and all. But because of the vulnerability of the population that Ann and I minister to, we had to do the same thing. We had to pivot as well so that we could minister to those with disabilities. Now, understand, those with disabilities and their families couldn't and wouldn't come to us. And what was so stinking frustrating is we couldn't go to them either. It was really, really painful. Ann and I didn't use the phone um, as much as we ever have in these past two to three years. And the, that program called Zoom <laughs> and, and other other platforms of video conferencing, that exploded. Amen? I mean, just amazing. But thank God for them because we were able to minister in, uh, during... Uh, using that, that particular form of tech uh, technology. Two years ago, we had to make a choice. We had to either cancel the most active form of our ministry, the, the camps, or the, we call them the special touch getaways for people with disabilities. We had to do them differently, or we had to make a decision to have them at all but we chose, we attempted to do the camp virtually via Facebook and Instagram, having all of the aspects of a getaway camp that we normally have minus the physical touch. How do you do that? How do you have a camp? Yeah, how do you have a camp without physical touch? It, it, it. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. That, yeah, that that picture in the the corner there. That, you you know that the the picture of the the I guess they're farmers with the pitchfork, you know. You see that in the corner. And then there's there's a, a missionary. And, um, I think her sister. And they're they're mimicking that picture, and they're holding a broom. Well, there was a contest, and they won. okay? We had individuals with disabilities needing to do that and send them send the pictures, and we had them all over the internet on Facebook and Instagram. and uh, and they were the winners of of that. But you know that's the kind of stuff that we did, and and we also had preaching done. Oh, my goodness. It it was it was just it was fabulous, absolutely fabulous. You know, normally we throughout the country, we we minister to hundreds of individuals with disabilities during the camps, and it's outstanding. And many people, many of them come to Jesus. Holy mackerel, it's fabulous. But doing it this way, we reached thousands of people It was crazy. We reached thousands of individuals with disabilities and their family members and their professional caregivers and a lot of individuals that help us out and they've asked people to watch. And it was so stinking good, we reached thousands of people. And many, many people came to Christ, even in Brazil, we had it translated into Portuguese so that while it was going off, they were getting it too. It was amazing. Absolutely amazing where thousands of individuals were reached. Were re- it was so stinking awesome. Can I say that? I can, I can say that. Okay. Uh, it really was. It was so awesome. And it, it just thrilled me to be able to to do this, to pivot, and to be able to see fruit from that work. Last year, we, we didn't do it virtually, although I loved doing it virtually, but we decided to do day camps. You know, kind of, we kind of slid a little bit into what almost is sort of kind of normalcy, and we started doing day camps. In Florida, we, we did three day camps. One North Florida, one South Florida, one East, no, West Florida. It was, it was great. And we did that around the country. They, they did it here in New England as well. Super, absolutely super. Hundreds of people were reached. Hundreds of people were reached with the message of who Jesus Christ is. But because of the uneasiness of the pandemic pandemic, Situation within our population of persons with disabilities and their families, this year we decided to have three-day camps. So we're getting a little bit closer because we normally do five-day camps. So we, we're doing three-day camps. So far, many have accept, accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior. In Oklahoma... In no, New England? Excuse me. Anyway. What? Okay, here, we'll do this. And we're shutting you off, we hope. <laughs> no, I, I got Bixby. There's a problem with the Spotify app. <laughs> One second. Okay, get rid of you and do that, do this. I'm oh, sorry, I don't, I don't want it yelling at me. Okay, it's not It's not giving me the opportunity to shut I it didn't up. I did understand that. I... All right. <laughs> quiet down. I can't turn it off, so we're going to go with it. This is crazy. Anyways, Anyways, getting back to uh, getting back to the fact, the fact that we had these three-day camps in Oklahoma, New England, Wisconsin, and in Florida so far, and so many individuals came to the Lord. Then next month, it's going to be in Ohio and Kentucky, and then the month after that in Georgia and Montana, Montana. So August and September are going to be filled with these summer getaway camps. And uh, in Florida, that's that's the camp where my wife Ann and I and my daughter Beth Ann, we personally um, coordinate that particular camp. And Mike and Kim Ferguson, they are now handling the New England camp. And... Uh, But we had 15 individuals with disabilities accepting Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And I have a testimony that I'm going to uh, share in a a couple of minutes uh, of of that whole thing. But before we do that, I I just want to share a little bit about the theme that we would use at our getaways. Uh, And this year, our theme is called Undefeated. Undefeated. Yep, quiet. Thank you. This year at the Getaways, we spoke to those with disabilities about Daniel and the lion's den and that he was protected by God and undefeated through the process. We shared about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And how the Lord met them in the fiery furnace and protected them and saved them. And once again, was undefeated through the process. We shared about David and Goliath. That God took this young teenager and blessed his talent and what he had at the moment. A sling and a rock and smack right between the eyes Goliath is dead and David was undefeated and we shared about and showed them about how much Jesus loves them and that they could in a sense take their own slingshot and stone who is, in a real sense, the spirit of God, and smack right between the eyes of their sin and their failures, and they would be saved as well. They, too, would be undefeated in the process. Friends, I tell you, I wish that you could have seen these 15 individuals accepting the Lord Jesus Christ. It was a a sight to see. It was so amazing to see. You see, this is what Special Touch Ministry is all about. Bringing Christ into the center of disability making the cross accessible and allowing God to use anyone even them even me because Jesus changes everything Jesus changes everything here is Devon Devon yes look at that smile that's Devon Earlier this year, Devon's parents located Special Touch Ministry while looking for a, a safe camp, a, a safe place for their son with disabilities to go to and to have fun safely. They saw our promotional that we, we had uh, about the Special Touch getaway camp and speaking to my wife, Anne, decided to sign him up to come. This young man was with us for the very first time his amazing parents provided with great detail concerning his multiple disabilities. One of the disabilities was autism, and he was he was rather high in the autism spectrum. Uh, they explained that. He didn't really have the ability to understand humor, and that's not unusual. Uh, but he he didn't understand humor, and really was quite stressed about that fact if someone tried to joke with him, because he he didn't understand it. Because he didn't understand it, he really didn't like it, and he would have he'd have. He will, he'd be stressed, he'd be somewhat angry, if you will. Um, so they, they shared that with us. Later in the conversation, Ann uh, shared that we were a faith-based camp. We wanted, she wanted to make sure that he understood that. And he had stated that he saw our website, and it's very obvious that, that we're faith-based, and, and that's okay, he said, that's okay. Uh, that he he spoke with his son Devin and he, he told him he really needed to respect whenever we have a, a faith-based activity, that he needed to respect that. Um, and he also made it known to Ann and I that they were not Christians. They never have been. And that they probably never will be. yeah well <laughs> throughout the first day of the camp uh devin, devin had a blast i mean he was having a great time with all of the the games and the activities that we were doing just just so amazing uh he had such a great time and uh the day would continue on we'd have we'd have dinner we'd all come together and have dinner and then we we're going to come together and have our praise and worship service uh, at the end, which we do every single evening at the getaways. Every single getaway does that. We have a praise and worship service uh, at night. And we noticed, uh, well, Ann and I will always be at uh, the service, and we like to sit in the back because we want to see what's going on, especially during you know, certain parts of, of the service. And so there we were in the back, and we noticed, um, Ann, Ann and I kind of, we were sitting down, and we kind of noticed that the back corner was sitting sitting Devin, he was sitting there, and, you know, because the, the noise uh, of, the, of the music was a little bit testy for him, we'll put it that way, Testy for him, and um, so he was sitting over there. But he was listening to my friend, Pastor Mike Tetter from Decatur, Georgia, as he was preaching that evening. And I believe, as my friend was preaching, every word he was speaking was penetrating Devin's heart and Devin's mind and, allow, and the Holy Spirit speaking to him and allowing him to understand what is being said and how important it was for him. Ann and I were sitting there and my friend, Pastor Mike Tedder, gave a salvation call. This old geezer (laughs) and his sweet wife began to cry as we saw Devin shoot his hand up when my friend said, okay, here's our chance. If anyone here wants to accept the love of Jesus into their heart and make him be the Lord and Savior of their life. I want you on the count of three to raise your hand and let me know that you want that. Are you ready? One, two, three. And Devin shot his hand up and we were crying because we knew that God was dealing with him. And he accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as his personal Savior. I don't know what he said when he got home, (laughs) but he accepted Jesus. And later on, 14 others accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as their Savior, and it's something that is just so Amazing to be able to witness. And uh, you see, again, that's what special touch ministry is all about. Bringing Christ into the center of disability, making the cross accessible, and allowing God to use anyone, including them, even me. Because Jesus changes everything. Amen. Later that evening, we had our talent show. Remember, I'm watching you. <laughs> Later that evening, we had our talent show after, after the praise and worship service. And uh, our folks, they love to be able to share their talent. I mean, they sing They dance. They do uh, a cabin. We'll all come together and they sing and all and they have a great time. Uh, And, you know, when you have a bunch of people and you're doing a talent show and all, there's a lot of organization. Sister, I think you'll appreciate what I'm saying. There's a lot of organization. You have all the songs to be able to be organized and, and everything and it has to be timed right. And I'm telling you, it's... It's crazy. Well, our friend Devin came up to us and said, I want to be involved in the talent show. And and Ann and I said, yeah, of course. Sure, no problem. Absolutely. You want to sing? What do you want to do? You want to play an instrument? He said, I want to be a comedian. that picture is the moment after he told his joke and look at that smile just amazing this is the joke he said you know how they say you're a football fan yeah well I always said I used to be a fan, but now I'm an air conditioner. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> the laughter and the applause was simply outstanding. It, it just was amazing. And I hope that we're able to do this. But sister, you see where that comedy at camp, if you could uh, hit that by going to control and click, maybe you might be able to. I don't know if you'll be able to bring it up. You're not responding? Okay. Um, Not sure if it, maybe it, I want you to see this short clip someone actually videoed him doing that joke it's about 23 seconds long and I would love for you to be able to 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 see that if not that's okay that's okay what do you think brother? maybe? okay Stretch <laughs> uh, let's 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 hope he he, um, he gets this because to be able to see and witness this young man who has no ability to understand humor, tell a joke that blesses everybody, and if you listen to the the end of the 23 to 24 seconds, you're going to hear someone say, that was a good one. (laughs) And it was. It was amazing. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Okay, now it's very grainy. And my apologies for that. But let's here devon mhm you know how they say are you a fan of football Well, I I always said, Well, I used to be a fan, now I'm an air conditioner. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for your work on that. Uh, I so appreciate that. Um, Yeah. That was a good one. That's a good one, too. You're doing well. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Uh, if I may, uh, just for uh, before I, I, I sit down, I'd love to also just uh, share something that the Lord has been impressing on, on me, so just before I sit, I, I sit down and I'll stop threatening you, oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> threatening you with the squirt gun, um, I'd love to share a, a simple scriptural thought, a truth that many of us know. Um, But because of the busyness of our lives, the circumstances sometimes that we find ourselves in, sometimes we forget. I'd like to draw our attention briefly to what the Apostle Paul wrote in Galatians. Galatians 5, verse 22 through 25. Yeah. But the fruit of the Spirit is love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control Against such things, there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the sinful nature with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep pace with the Spirit. I want to concentrate just for a few minutes on that last verse, verse 25. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep pace with the Spirit. Since we most likely know the path laid out before us in our lives because we live by the Spirit, and because we live by the Spirit, we are having conversations Prayer with the Lord each and every day. Sometimes multiple times during the day. Sometimes hourly. Sometimes minute by minute. Amen? Because we are living by the Spirit. Here's the thing that grabbed my heart. Let us keep in step with the Spirit. Sometimes the Holy Spirit wants us to travel a hundred miles an hour with Him. Sometimes He wants us to travel or run with Him at a slower pace. Sometimes much slower. Sometimes He says, wait. He has His reasons. And his reasons are always best for his plan for us. But here's the thing. If we're running our own race and not listening to the Spirit of the Lord, not spending time in prayer every single day, then we truly are out of step With the spirit of God. And who can agree with me. That that is the wrong place to be in. That truly is the wrong place to be in. My prayer. For all of us. Is that we are living by the spirit of the Lord. And we are keeping in step with him as well. Many of us have busy lives. I understand. Many of us have unique circumstances. I understand. But God has given us a path to walk in, a path to work in, and to a pace to to walk in that path. He has given us those paths to walk in. And this is why it's so very important. He has given us the paths to walk in. He has created a path for each and every one of us to walk in to reach our families, our friends, Our neighbors, those who that we are uh, work with, those individuals that we begin to have an acquaintance with, he has created a path for us to walk and work in so we can reach others. Everyone, everywhere must, must, must have an adequate witness of who Jesus Christ is. Amen. My prayer today is that we all commit ourselves to prayer and speak boldly to people about who Jesus Christ is. Get behind the pastors in the leadership of this amazing church, get behind them and pray every day, having heartfelt conversations with our Lord every single day. You know, there's a great move of the Spirit going on right now. There's a lot of crazy things going on in our world, amen? But you know what? The Spirit of the Lord is moving. The spirit of the, is a great move of the spirit around this world and even in the good old USA, there's a, a great move of the spirit and we must k- get and keep in the, in the pace, with the pace of the Lord. Keep in step with the Lord. Now, I'm going to bring us right back, right back to the beginning of our time together this morning. I'm going to bring us full circle. And I pray that this last statement stays here with you and stays here with you that is branded in your mind and in your heart. This is what it's all about. This is our purpose for being Your purpose and my purpose for being. Bringing Christ into the center of our lives. Making the cross accessible to our families. To our friends. To our neighbors. To everyone. And allowing God to use you. Allowing God to use you. Because Jesus changes everything. Say that with me. Jesus changes everything. Jesus changes everything. One more time. Jesus changes everything. Amen? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Thank you, Lord.